0: By being non-homogenized, the fat particles are left in their natural state, so the body can recognize that and, and utilize the fat, and the fat's where all the nutrients are, are at in the milk.
1: And I think a lot of folks are really looking to where, knowing where their food comes from, knowing how that cow's treated, knowing the lifestyle that that cow has, and I think that's important to a lot of milk drinkers too.
2: It is good for your bones. It is good for your teeth. It helps you grow big and strong. It does your body good. Yes, I'm talking about milk. Humans have been drinking the milk of other animals for over 6,000 years. So do I really think I can host a podcast that tells you something you don't already know about milk? (laughs) Yes, I do. I'm David Zelski and this is the Fork in the Road podcast, featuring the stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the Peach State and beyond. Today, we're about halfway between downtown Gainesville and Babyland General Hospital in Cleveland in the north Georgia town of Claremont. This is where we'll find the Glover family owners of Mountain Fresh Creamery. Well, we
0: started uh, milking cows in 2000 on our own, uh, on a rented facility, and uh, we milked there for about seven or eight years, and we started realizing and seeing how the dairy business is starting to change a little bit, so we were looking for ways to maybe add some value to what we were doing, and um, we knew we couldn't grow, so we didn't want to milk a lot of cows or really couldn't milk a lot of cows, so we started looking at uh, other ways that we could add some value to what we were doing and um, we got to thinking about the quality of milk that our cows produce and and the hard work and effort that we put into it. Um, We just thought it made a lot of sense to start looking at bottling our own milk. And uh, so we we put a lot of thought into that and uh, we decided to to go that route and uh, we built uh,
2: Mountain Fresh Creamery and opened it up in 2011. That is Scott Glover. Scott and his wife Jennifer own Glowcrest Dairy and they sell the dairy's milk through Mountain Fresh Creamery. Okay, David, they milk the cows and they sell the milk. That's a wrap on this episode. No, there's more, it's not
1: that simple. Mm. All of our products are non-homogenized and low-temp pasteurized.
0: Our process here, as Jennifer stated, we we do a a vat pasteurization process, so. 100%
1: A2A herd. A2A2. A2A2 herd.
2: See what I mean? We have a lot to learn. And don't fret, we're going to cover it all and let's start with what makes Mountain Fresh Creamery different.
1: All of our products are non-homogenized and low-temp pasteurized, so it's uh, a product that's much like the way milk is intended by nature, so it's easy for the body to digest, and it retains that natural flavor of milk.
0: Yeah, um, so when when we get ready to bottle milk here at the creamery, we'll go we'll go to the dairy and, and get our milk, and, and the unique thing is we our, our milking times at the dairy are 8 and 8, So we'll go get the milk in the morning and it's from the night milking. So we bring the milk over and uh, our process here, as Jennifer stated, we we do a a vat pasteurization process. So all the milk that we bring over, we do 600 gallons at a time. So we're able to put the milk in the vat and we have to heat it to 145 degrees. We have to hold it for 30 minutes uh, and then it's legally pasteurized. And once
2: it's pasteurized, then it goes straight into the filler where we put it in our jugs, in our bottles. Now we understand a little more of the process of low temperature pasteurization, but that doesn't help me with the why.
0: Well, I think that, um, you know, really overall milk, now conventional milk that you buy in a grocery store, everything's processed the same way. Um, So it's it's heated to high temperatures, it's homogenized, and our products are, you know, they're, they're completely different. Um, so we, you know, by, by doing the low temp pasteurization process, it really preserves a lot of the good enzymes and bacteria that's in the milk, uh, but the non-homogenization process is really what's key. Um, by being non-homogenized, the fat particles are left in their natural state. So the body can recognize that and, and utilize the fat and the fat's where all the nutrients are, are at in the milk.
1: And I think a lot of folks are really looking to where, knowing where their food comes from, knowing how that cow's treated, knowing the lifestyle that that cow has, and I think that's important to a lot of milk drinkers too. Uh, Another thing is how fresh our milk is. Our tagline for our products is milk so fresh that the cow doesn't even know it's gone, and that's pretty true because we're bottling our milk from either our morning or our night milking, and we bottle Monday through Friday every day, and our cows are milked every day, seven days a week, so that's some pretty fresh milk
2: that is fresh milk. And let me just go ahead and say, yes, they make ice cream out of it. But don't let your thoughts of delicious, creamy, hand-dipped ice cream get us off track. <laughs> Jennifer mentioned that a lot of people like to know how the cows are treated. I believe pampered is the correct word for it. You know, all the, the technology that we have
0: now, um, we, we took full advantage of that when we built uh, Glowcrest at uh, our new location. Uh, five years ago and uh, so that was our freestyle barn Uh, our cows spend a good bit of time in there especially during the summer months Uh, we have the fans the misters uh, everything's on thermostats so we try to keep our cows as cool and comfortable uh, throughout the summer uh, as we can and uh, we take advantage of of the pastures outside at night and uh, in the wintertime cows spend a great deal more time outside But we still have the barn for the nasty cold winter weather that we get and uh, so we still have a good place to keep the cows and are able to better take care of them and keep them more comfortable. And that's not all.
1: So our cows have water beds and they get cleaned twice a day during our milkings with fresh sawdust and shavings. And we do that just so it helps regulate their body temperature on those hot days and it also makes them comfortable. So kind of like coming to Glowcrest Dairy for a cow, it's kind of like a day at a day spa.
2: Like a day spa for cows. One thing I really like about Scott and Jennifer is their attention to detail when it comes to the cows and the milk.
1: So we're a hundred percent Holstein herd, Um, all of our cows. our females and um, we raised them all on our farm. We're doing a couple of different practices right now where we're working towards having a 100% A2A herd. A2A2. A2A2 A2 herd, um, which is a milk protein that's found in milk. Um, we're working towards that um, as part of our farming practices. Another thing that's real important to us is our sustainability practices that we have on our farm. Um, and that we hope to continue those from generations so that farm can stay in our family. Well, we love to have folks come in. We've established quite a client base in the North Georgia mountains, and anywhere from Atlanta north, we sell our products in grocery stores and coffee shops and restaurants. So we get a lot of pride when people come in and say, oh, we had your milk, we found your milk at Ingalls, we found your milk at Publix, we wanted to come out and visit you to tell you how much we enjoyed your product. And um, we also have a lot of folks that are lactose intolerant that can drink our milk because of the non-homogenization. And so that gives us a really good feeling knowing that people are able to experience dairy that haven't been able to in a while.
2: Yep, you heard correctly. The way that Mountain Fresh Creamery processes their milk allows for some lactose intolerant people to enjoy dairy products. And you can visit them in Claremont and see it all for yourself.
1: So when we built Mountain Fresh Creamery in 2011, uh, we soon realized that most of the public was far removed from where their food comes from. So people would come in to get an ice cream or buy a gallon of milk and they wanted to see the cows and kind of see the process that the cows go through every day to get milk twice a day and kind of how they live. So we decided to open our farm for tours and we've been doing that since 2014. We like to have people come out, we do farm tours and school groups that come out. They can see the cows being milked, they can see the comfort that our our cows receive and then get to taste some of that high-quality product that we have here at the creamery.
2: I believe you're never too old for a field trip. And at Mountain Fresh Creamery, you can get a good look at how it all works.
0: All right, so when the cows are being milked in the parlor, the milk flows into a receiving jar in the front of the pit. Uh, so then it's pumped from there into the tank room, which is the room that we're standing in. But the milk actually goes through. First of all, a filter housing, which filters the milk for any impurities or anything that might have gotten into the milk from the cow to the milking machine. Then it goes in through this pipe into this, which is called a plate cooler. And the plate cooler actually interacts. It's got well water coming in on one side of the plates, milk on the other. So it will actually cool the milk down to whatever the temperature of our well water is. So we're taking the milk from about 101 degrees straight out of the cow down to about 60 right now. So that really saves us a lot on our energy costs for when it goes into the bulk tank, then that milk's cooled on down to about 37 degrees. So it doesn't have to work as hard or the, the compressors don't have to run as much to get the milk to the temperature where we want to hold it. So a lot of the things that I've learned is a lot of technology how, or how technology has evolved. Um, the the importance of, of what we do, how we do it. Um, but probably one of the biggest things is that, uh, you know, how important it is for us to take as good a care of our animals because they're the ones that are producing this, uh, this product, which is, you know, an all-natural milk. And um, you know and, and if they're not well taken care of and well fed, they're not going to produce a high quality product. So We really want to, we really do our due diligence when it comes to taking care of our animals and making sure that they're handled properly, fed properly, and um, that way we got a a really high quality milk to sell at the end of the day.
2: Scott and Jennifer are passing that love and desire to take care of the cows down to the next generation. And when you come take a tour, you will probably notice some of the awards and ribbons.
0: Well our daughter Eliza has been uh, showing commercial uh, dairy calves for probably about the last seven years, Mm -hmm. and uh, so she's done real well with that. Put a lot of time and uh, a a great deal of commitment.
1: Okay, so every cow on this whole dairy, all 200 acres, are all girl cows. So you will only see girl cows here. We might be a little biased about our girl cows, but they're (laughs) way better. All right. How old are these? Okay, so this cow is two days old, and then we have about four days old, five days old, and then about a week old.
2: How often are you out
1: here? I'm out here two times a day at 6.30 in the morning and 30 at night.
2: I bet people love seeing all the cows. Yes. What are the reactions
1: you get from kids? Um, most kids are kind of scared because, I mean, people have never really seen a dairy cow, especially a baby one before, And but most kids, I mean, these cows are just so loving. They're so kind. They're so just gentle, and we just love to, I just love to be around them. Personally, I think I have the best job here on the dairy.
0: So Eliza Jane has really taken a a liking to to the dairy, and uh, she's been a great deal of help for us as she's gotten older. Um, She spends a
2: good bit of her weekends working on the farm and a lot of time uh, in the afternoons as well. We have learned how well the cows are taken care of. We've learned about the technology and the knowledge that goes into the process. And we've learned that when those things are put together, you get a superior dairy product. So I guess there's just one thing left to mention.
1: So we um, use our cream when we separate from our low-fat milk that we bottle at the creamery to make our ice cream. So we combine that um, high-content cream with our high-content milk and we make an ice cream mix. We make hand-dipped ice creams here and milkshakes with our milk and ice cream out of the silo. It's open year-round now and we serve a lot of ice cream out of that window.
2: I will get a waffle cone with two scoops. The bottom scoop being chocolate, the top one being birthday cake and with sprinkles
0: on it. Nowadays on a hot summer day you can come by and and they'll be lined out to the road waiting to get get an ice cream.
2: About some of the flavors y'all have.
1: So we try to use all local inclusions in our products. So we use Georgia peaches, Georgia strawberries and of course Georgia pecans in our salted caramel ice cream and our butter pecan which are both really big favorites in this area but we have chocolate, vanilla, chocolate chip, uh, mocha cappuccino, which is a great coffee, chocolate flavored ice cream, Uh, and then our kids seem to love the cotton candy and the birthday cake.
2: Strawberry and peach.
1: Strawberry and peach, too. We have strawberry and peach that are local to our area.
2: Yum. Just a quick note, Mountain Fresh Dairy doesn't call it a drive-through window. It's a moo-through. The next time you find yourself in need of a family field trip or just have the hankering for two scoops of some incredibly fresh, hand-dipped ice cream, make your way north to Mountain Fresh Creamery in Claremont, Georgia. Imagine yourself snuggled up on the couch with a plate of warm cookies and ice cold fresh milk and watching A Fork in the Road on GPB TV or anytime on the GPB.org website. That's where you'll also be able to listen and subscribe to this podcast or download it on your favorite podcast platform. I'm David Zelski, Thanks for listening to A Fork in the Road.